Morning, everyone. Good end of Shabbos, end of Rosh Chodesh, and with Hashem's help, we begin the seventh Masechta, Masechta Sukkah, and we start at the beginning. Talk to Elikim Mishnah Sukkah Shigavayla Ma'ila Mesem Amma Psula Sukkah that's taller than twenty Amma. It's around uh, you know thirty-one feet. So is it Psula? It's invalid. Yehuda Machshem. Yehuda said it's kosher. But if it doesn't even have a minimum height of 10 Tvachim, which is a little like 31 inches or so, a little more than two and a half feet, as if it doesn't have, it doesn't have three walls, that's the minimum, it has to have three walls. And if there's more sunlight than shade, all of these cases, psul, according to everyone. No one argues, everyone holds, it's psul, it's not a kosher sukkah. Okay, so the definition of a sukkah is a hut, it has to be a minimum of three walls, it has to be a minimum height of ten tfachim, and it has to be, the shade has to be more than the sunlight. And the argument is only if there's also a maximum height. The rabbis say yes, there is a maximum height. Went the Yama, and the Buddha says, no, there's no maximum height. It can be as, as, high, as high as it can be. Okay, that's the mission. We learned in the beginning. If you remember the beginning of Tractate might. Mavui is a, is a street, an alleyway, that has three walls and an opening, opening to the public street. So in order to carry in that alleyway... So as long as the height of the... So if there's a height of, of uh, 20 amma, then you're allowed to carry. If, if there's a, like a ledge on top, and, and the, the, uh, if the ledge on top, if is, is the lintel on top is, is, is uh, 20 amma, is okay. But if it's higher than 20 amma, so it's not okay then you're not permitted to carry in the alleyway. So what do you do? You might lower it. Buddha says, argue the same thing. doesn't matter how high, how high the, the, the doorpost is, the one thing on top, it, it permits you to carry in the alleyway. So the question is, why over here by sukkah does he say psukah? It's not good. If it's higher than 20 yama, the sukkah is not kosher. <laughs> By the mavi, he tells us what to do. Lower it. So why either make it over here also? He should say lower it. Make sure lower the schach. It should be within. It should be twenty amma, not not higher than twenty amma. Or over there, he should say. Or or over there, he should say. You might. Over there, he should say psula. It's not kosher. Why does he change? Over there he says it's not kosher, and here he tells us, uh, there he says what to do, and here he tells us it's not kosher. Right, so the, the case of the Mavui, really, biblically, it's, it's you're allowed to carry in that alleyway because it's, 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 it has three walls. But the rabbis say that since it's open to the street and the courtyards are open to the alleyway, so therefore it appears to be like a public domain. It's like a continuation of the public street. So therefore... 
So therefore, the rabbis say you're not allowed to carry into the alleyway until you make. You have to make a shit of mavoyes. Everyone has to participate and become like like unified to turn it into a a private um, like a private place. You're allowed to carry. But then they said it's not enough. Even if you do a shittuv, it's not enough. Because since it's open, it's open on the fourth. There is no fourth wall. It's open to the street. So you have to make something that will remind you to this a distinction. So you don't have to put a wall up, but either have to put a you know lentil on top or a board on the side. So if you put if you put uh, uh, something on top, it says it can't be higher than twenty yam. Okay, so why the difference? Why over there does he say it's? He tells us how to fix it. And over here, he just tells us it's possible. It's no good. So you might answer. Sukkah, which is biblical. In other words, if it's higher than twenty yam, it's biblically prohibited. So therefore he says Psula. He's letting us know that it's possible. It's not just rabbinically it's possible. Biblically it's possible. It's not a suk. So you can say puzzle. Psula means Psula means it's not done the way the Taita tells you. The Taita tells you we know about sukkah. We know about sukkah from the Taita. So the Taita, we know what a sukkah is. So he's telling us Psula doesn't qualify. This is not what the Taita means. It's not a sukkah. But Mavui, which is only the Rabbanon, the whole thing is Rabbinic. Biblically, you don't need anything. It's good to go. You have three walls. It's considered a private domain. You don't need a lentil on top. You don't need, the, you don't need a, a beam on top. You don't need a, a pole on the side. The whole thing is, is, is Rabbinic. So therefore, Tanita Kante, you can't say possible. What, what do you mean it's disqualified? Who, who disqualifies it? Oh, this is the beginning. The, this is the opening, the opening mission of Edavid. So, what do you mean, possible? How do I know it's possible? Why is it possible? Who says it's possible? What's possible? When possible? All I know is I'm starting out with the Torah. I know by the Torah, by biblical law, it's okay. You can't just tell me possible. So he says, Takante, say, the rabbis say, this is what you have to do. This is what you have to do to fix it. If you want to give you another answer, really, if it's biblical, I can also, I have the option of, of, of learning a takanta, how to fix it. Yeah, it's also an option. You can tell me to fix it. And I know it's possible. I would, uh, if, if I have to fix it, that means it's not okay. And I have to do something to fix it. So you, so you hit two birds with one stone. Miu, nevertheless, sukkah. Sukkah, the nefishi mils pasig Sukkah, which you would have to say a lot of words. Because there's a lot of things you have to fix, you could fix. And each one is different. In other words, if it's higher than 20 amma, so you have to say, Yemayit, yes. Fine. That's one word. But then if it's not high enough, if it doesn't meet the minimum requirement, 
then you have to say you have to lift it up. If it doesn't have three walls, you have to say make three walls. If there's more sunlight than shade, you're going to have to say add schach. So there's too much you have to say. So he just says it. One word. Brevity is the sign of wit, is the sign of wisdom. The mission is teaching us to teach everything precise, clear, and simple. Of course, once you know psula, you can figure it out. So, if you want to fix it, now I know what I have to do. Make it into 20 yama. Make it three walls. Make sure it has a minimum height of, of 10 tvachim. Make sure there's more shade. But you, the rabbi, the teacher, is just teaching us one word, psula. It says everything. It needs to be said. So therefore, he keeps it brief. Over there, it's just it's just just one word. You you know, yeah, you might. Mavid nafish mil is just one word. It's only one thing you have to do. Tanitakan. Therefore, he learns to fix it. That's what he says. Fix. It. Okay. So the mother, right? And that mission, he just covers one thing. How high it has to be, how tall it can be, taller, the maximum height. How do we take it? No. Where do we know this? That the sukkah that's 20 amma, higher than 20 amma is invalid. And it's biblically invalid. Where do we know this from? Where does it say in the title there's a maximum height? answers Because it says in the passage. It says you should sit in a sukkah in order that the, the generation should know. You have to make a sukkah in a way that when you're sitting in the sukkah, you know. The sukkah itself lets you know and reminds you and makes you aware that when Hashem took the Jewish people out of Egypt, He set them down the sukkah. The second stop was sukkah. In today's parish, the 42 stops. But Pasukis is Shafti, Hashem sat them in Sukkis, in booths, or covered with the, the, the clouds. Third place, you should say. She says, even though he means, Pasukis means. That Hashem surrounded us with the clouds of glory, but we darshan from it. You should know. The sukkah itself should make you know. The sukkah that you're sitting. And by the way, this is the famous Bach, the three mitzvahs of the Tedes is Laman. It says by Tfilin. And uh, and it says by um, by Tzitzis, Mantiskru, Mantiskru sim seischa, and Mantia teres Hashem beficha, Parshas Kadesh. It's filled Mantia teres Hashem beficha. So the three lemans he says it comes to teach us by these three mitzvahs kavana. The intention is an essential part of the mitzvah. It's not like. Other mitzvahs where kavana is important, but it's it's there's the mitzvah and then there's the kavana. Here, the kavana that is the mitzvah, that is the commandment. The commandment is you should have kavana. That is the mitzvah. It's not just the physical act, and you have kavana. That is an essential part of the mitzvah. You have to be conscious. You can't be a robot putting on tefillin or wearing tzitzis. 
talus and sitting in the sukkah. So the whole purpose of the sukkah is to be conscious. You should know, you should be conscious. So the sukkah itself has to, has to alert you and remind you. So he says, so he says, Ah, that's your is, 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 if the is maximum height is 20 amma, till 20 amma, 30, 31 feet high, you know that you're sitting in the sukkah, you realize you're sitting in the sukkah, there's a roof over your head. There's a covering over your head. You don't even know it. You're not aware, you're not conscious, you don't even know that there's a sukkah. It's too high, it's too remote, it's too abstract, it's too removed. So he learns, Basukasishafta means I'm commanding you to sit in the sukkah. That you know you're sitting in the sukkah. Why? Why don't you know? Because it's too high. The eye doesn't reach. Sukkah is called the schach. The name sukkah means refers to the covering. That's the, the essence of the sukkah. The walls are just are just conditional, but the sukkah itself, the essence of the sukkah is the schach. We can't see the schach. I'm not sitting in the sukkah. I command you to sit in the sukkah with the schach, where you know and you're aware and you're conscious. If there's no schach, it might as well be missing. It's not. It's so remote and so abstract. Then it's not part of your consciousness. It's not part of your awareness. It's not in your radar. And you're missing the whole point. So therefore, biblically, it's disqualified. Abzeda gives a different answer. We learn it from here. It says, it says in the Torah, no, the sukkah should be as a shade from the heat, from the heat. And he says also as a covering, as a shield, Mr. Mizeramimata from wind and from rain. So he says, Ad Sukkah. So he says the definition of a sukkah is that it's a shade from the heat, from the sun. So up until if the sukkah is twenty yama, you're sitting in a shade. I'm not sitting in the shade of the schach, I'm sitting in the shade of the walls. It's too high. To to so the shade coming from the schach doesn't affect me. I'm sitting in the shades of the walls. Amalei Abayas, Abayas, Trabzeda, Elamiyata. Now, according to you, Oyses Sukasi, Ba'ashter is Karnayim. If a person makes a sukkah, if a person makes a sukkah between two tall mountains, and there's a deep valley between them and because of the height of the mountains there's no sun in the valley that if you make a sukkah in this valley it's invalid because I'm not sitting in the shade of the stock I don't need to say I'm sitting in the shade of the mountains so Amalit Abzeda responded no there's no comparison awesome there there it's kosher why dal asher is kanayim iketel sukkah Potentially, I don't need the tail of the sukkah. I don't need the shade because of the mountains. But if there were no mountains, the shade of the I'm sitting in the shade of the sukkah. I'm sitting in the shade of the sky. I just don't need it because anyway it's shady. But but I'm sitting in a shade. 
Hacha here, dal the funnels. If you remove the walls, like it says, if you would remove the walls, there's no shade at all. Within 20 amma, let's say he had poles, four poles. There were no walls. I would still feel I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the shade. The shade of the cover. But here, when it's so tall, unless there were walls, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be any shade. Because the sun would be streaming in from all sides. It wouldn't help me. It's too high up. When something is so remote... You know, in our life, we all have certain potential. But it's so remote, the potential is so far removed from our daily life, from our consciousness, that it has no effect on us. <laughs> it doesn't help me. You know, you could be a billionaire if, you're sitting in, if it's sitting in your bank account and you're not using it, it doesn't do anything for me. So you have this, this shade above your head, but it doesn't do anything for me. Without the walls, I wouldn't, be having, I wouldn't have any shade. Okay. <laughs> mother says, Merava gives a third reason. What's the biblical source that the sukkah higher than 20 amma is disqualified? It says, Basukkah is teach with Shiva's yam. You should sit in the sukkah for seven days. Amr Taylor says, Kol for seven days, same seven days. Leave your permanent home and move into a temporary home. So he says, A person doesn't make a temporary home so tall. Then it shifts. It, now this sukkah now becomes a permanent home. The Torah says it has to be a dwelling place that's only made for seven days. If you're making a sukkah with a, with a, with a roof is way up there, you have to make solid walls. It shouldn't fall. Right. So that's not for seven days. Seven days is makeshift. Seven days, you know, flimsy walls. Just enough. I can, I can lay the schach over it. I can lay the cover. But if you're making a higher than 20 amma, it means you have to make solid walls. I'm, this, I'm not building this for seven days. This is, this is going to last me much longer. It's more permanent. It's permanent. Now, according to you, what if also mechitzah shel barzel? If you make mechitzahs of of metal of iron, v'sicha chagavon, and you made a, a sukkah over it, how can have a sukkah? Because you have sturdy walls, even if it's less than twenty yama. So now you're disqualifying what type of walls you're making. If it's if it's makeshift or if it's something more solid, it's going to last seven days or longer. Amalei's rabbi responded, "No, hachi coming in. This is what I told you. You didn't understand what I said." which is what a person for person is making a makeshift a makeshift hut he'll make it only till 20 high. even if you make it solid and iron and metal and it's, it can last forever it doesn't matter this is the shear the Taylor is saying it has to be a shear the amount that a person would make a makeshift which is only till 20 amma 
which everyone, if you're making, if you're building a roof that's higher than 20 amma, it, it means you're making a permanent, a per, it's not a makeshift hut for seven days. You're building something permanent. It's going to last longer. So even if you make it flimsy, you make it to the most flimsy material that's only going to last for seven days, it's not a kosher sukkah. No, the Tater is not telling us that it has to be flimsy, it could only last seven days. If you build it, if you, if you build it sturdy, it's going to last eight days, it's not a kosher sukkah. That's not what Tater is telling us. Tater is giving us a shear. That the, the height, that the amount that people would make a flimsy, which is only up until 20 amma, then I don't care what you make it. You can make it as solid as you want. But anything higher than that that no one makes, only, only making if you're building something that's going to last more than seven days, and even if you make it flimsy, it's not good. Okay, now, so we have three answers, right? The Rabbah's answer, because it says, Basukas Teshru, so it has to be, you have to know, you have to be aware, so your eyes have to be able, it has to be in your awareness. And then you had Abzeda's answer. Abzeda says, because the sukkah is the made letzel yemen, the purpose of a sukkah is shade, it has to provide shade. So above 20, it doesn't provide shade. It's the walls that provide the shade. And Rabbah says, because it says shivas yamim, it has to be the amount that a person would make something makeshift. Okay. The mother says, we continue on side B. Everyone, both Rab Zayda and Rabbah didn't like Rabbah's explanation. When the Tater says, the simple reading of the Pasuk is, you should know, Tater's not telling us what kind of sukkah you should sit in. Tater's telling you what Hashem did. When the Jews, we took the Jewish people out of Egypt, He made them comfortable. He made sure to provide shelter for them. The clouds of glory. He's not talking about them. they have to know. They have to sit in the sukkah knowing the sitting in the sukkah has to be shapti to sit in the sukkah in a way that you know. You have to be aware. He's talking about that the future generation should know the kindness that Hashem did for us, that Hashem surrounded us with the clouds of glory. He's not talking about sukkahs at all. I mean, he's not talking about the type of sukkah you have to sit in. Celebrate the holiday to remember the miracle. Exactly, exactly. He didn't say like Rabzeda also. Both Rabban and Rabban didn't want to accept Rabzeda's explanation. The Pasuk in Yeshaya is talking about there'll be a sukkah, then there'll be a sukkah which will be as a shade, a pleasure, it will protect us from rain, from wind. Of course, you're not talking about a sukkah. Our sukkah is not, doesn't protect you from rain and from wind. It's, it's, a, it's a flimsy covering. And all it does is, is provide shade. So we're not talking about our sukkah. Okay. But Abzeda, how would Abzeda respond? It's a strong question. How does he even bring it as a source? Okay, and if that's the case, He should have said, It'll be a covering, like a chuppah. A chuppah doesn't have to be a sukkah. A chuppah is like a, it could be a solid covering, which taka protects you from rain and from wind. So this chuppah will be l'tzel yaima, especially when Mashiach will come. That's going to be the marriage. It'll be the chuppah of Hashem and the Yidden. 
Why my Vesuka Tilzil Yemim? Shaman Atarti is coming to teach us two things. He's coming to teach us, yes, he's talking about the future, but he's also coming to teach us that the name Sukkah, Sukkah, when we talk about Sukkah, which is referring back to the Torah, when Torah says you should have Sukkah, Sukkah is something that's made for shade. Because since when Mashiach will come, it'll be, it'll be for shade. Therefore, it's called a sukkah. Okay. Rabbi Namili Amri, both Rabbi and Abzeda don't don't want to answer like Rabbi. Mishnah Kushid Abaye, because Abaye's question. Abayah, they, they didn't like Rav's answer. Abayah's question is, if that's the case, the definite criteria should be, is it a flimsy sukkah? It's not a flimsy sukkah. Could it last only seven, more than seven days? If it could last more than seven days, if the walls are made of iron, and even if it's lower than 20 amma, it should be possible. Rav said, no, he's giving a shear. But who says? I can say, I, I can interpret either way. So therefore they didn't accept. So obviously that's not what the Pasuk is coming to teach us. And it doesn't mean seven days. It has to only last seven days. Just like it could be made of iron. Even it can last forever. So then it could be higher than 20 Yama. doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be flimsy. So even if it's higher than 20 Yama and you have to have solid walls, it's also okay. So from that Pasuk there's no proof. Okay. According to who does the following uh, statement of Yeshem Rav follow? It says, Machloi, he said, Rav said, Machloi, the argument between Rabbi Yehuda and the rabbis is only if the walls don't reach the schach. But if the walls reach all the way to the schach, I feel the mile and Even if it's higher than 20, I'm at kosher. So according to who does it follow? So command kedaba. This means that Rav holds like Rabba. The reason why the Torah disqualifies a sukkah that's high in twenty amma because you can't fulfill the pasuk. You have to sit in the sukkah and you have to be aware. The sukkah itself is to make you aware. So the reason is because your eyes don't reach. But if the walls reach all the way to the schach, your eyes just follow the walls. And therefore, it will connect you to the schach. So that's why it's kosher in that case. But according to the reason of Rabzeda, because the shade, I'm not sitting in the shade, what difference does it make if the walls touch the schach, don't touch the schach? According to the reason of Rava, that the reason is because, because it's flimsy, it's not flimsy, it has to be. So what difference does it make if it's touching the schach, not touching the schach? This could only be according to Rabba. According to follows the following statement, Ravuna said in the name of Rabbah, the argument between the rabbis and Rabbi Yehuda, whether a sukkah that's higher than 20 amas disqualified or not, is only if the sukkah is a small sukkah, a little more than 6 feet by 6 feet, it's more than 4 cubes, if you have a little even if it's iron, when the yam is kosher, according to who, we can't follow Rabba. Because what difference does it make? If it's higher than 20 yamma and, and the walls don't touch the schach, it's not kosher. I don't care how big the sukkah is. According to Rabba, what difference does it make? 
if it's right, right, right. If it's a bigger sukkah, it means the walls are even stronger. Then surely it's not kosher. So Kaman Kiravzeris can only follow the opinion of Zeda. He says the, the, the reason why it's disqualified, the title disqualifies the Sukhdayant with the Amra because he's not sitting in a shade. But since it's a big sukkah, he could sell sukkah. So I'm not sitting in the shade of the walls. I'm talking the sitting. It is affected. The shade that's higher than 20 Amra is affected. It's only if it's a small sukkah. It's a very narrow sukkah, small sukkah. Then I'm sitting in the shades of the walls. Uh, I'm not sitting at all in the shade of the schach. But if it's wider than that, then I am sitting in the shade of the schach, and therefore it's kosher. Another statement. Someone says, so Rav made statements. Each one, uh, each one is different. Each one follows a different opinion. Because he can't have all statements at the same time. The argument in Abud and the rabbis whether it's higher than 20 amas disqualified is only if the sukkah is so small you can only fit your head and the majority of your body and your table. But if the sukkah is larger than that, I feel the mile of Yes. So he says, Keman, the Loikacha doesn't follow any opinion. Okay, so Rav says, it's not a question of Rav, Rav himself. Because Rav's statement contradicts himself. Here he paskins like the first statement he made, Rav Yeshim made in his name. Yeah, yeah Rabbi, the first statement of Rav Yeshim said in the name of Rav, he follows the opinion of Rav. The second statement, Rav Huna said in the name of Rav, he's following the opinion of Rav Zayda. And here, the third statement, he's not following anyone. How can Rav make such contradictory statements? So, so that, Rashi explained, he would say, is that, that the different, different Amaroyim argue what Rav, what Rav holds. You don't forget, each one, each one was a different Amaroyim. This is Rav Yeshe, this is Rav Huna, and this is uh, Rav Hanan Barab. So each one had a different opinion, what Rav's final opinion was, what he held. But the question is here the, the third statement of Khanabarab doesn't follow any opinion. Because if it's because the eyes don't reach so what's the difference it's like, even, it's it's even, right? yeah, so even, even even if it's wider than the eyes don't reach what difference does it make like we said it doesn't matter how wide it is the eyes don't reach as long as the walls don't touch don't reach the schach it's not kosher you don't have any shade even if it's uh, bigger than this amount as long as it's four amas by four amas don't forget this shear of your head and majority of your body is a little more than an amma zayin tvachim mashu, seven tvachim and a little but up until four amas, by four amas, four cubits by four cubits, I'm not sitting in the shade. And if it's because it's flimsy, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how, how big it is. On the contrary, the bigger it is, the, more, the less flimsy it is if it's higher than 20 amas. You can't argue, you can't argue with Matthias. I mean, it's a, it's a Matthias. If it's 20 amma, if it's less than four, tfach, four ammas, if it's 20 amma tall, of course you're sitting in the shade of the wall. 
And if you remove the walls, you wouldn't be you wouldn't have any shade at all. Light streaming in from all sides, just at four poles, wouldn't be any shade at all. So it's a fact. <coughs> So, okay. so Gimara says like this. So, so what's the reason? He doesn't say. Okay, he says Pish leimad Rabbi Yeshia pligad Rabbuna Rabbanu Marabo Dinigi Avishudu Vemarsh Vagi Avishudu Vemarsh. So the first one. <coughs> so he says Rabbi Yeshia. Pligi Pish leimad Rabbi Yeshia pligad Rabbuna Rabbanu Marabo. The Inu, because Rav Huna, Rav Huna, Rav Huna, Rav Huna, Rav Huna, they give a shir in the length and the width of the sukkah. A small sukkah. The Inu, like Yav Shudu Vemishra. Rav Yesha doesn't, it doesn't matter how big or large or small the sukkah is. So clearly he argues with them. <coughs> so clearly Rav Yesha argues with Rav Huna, Rav Huna, Rav Huna. All that matters is, does the walls, do the walls touch the schach or not? But both giving a sheer how small the sukkah has to be. And then there's an argument in the rabbis. Maybe we can say they're arguing what's the minimum requirement, the minimum size of a sukkah. No, they're not arguing. They're just arguing the smallest sukkah. What the question is, what's the smallest sukkah? What's the minimum uh, amount of, a, of, a, of the length and the width of a sukkah? Maybe Rabuna holds that the minimum requirement of a sukkah is for Amos. That's the minimum sukkah. But they both agree that the smallest, only in the smallest minimum requirement, in the smallest amount, smallest sukkah, then there's an argument. If it's any bigger than the minimum requirement, then there's no argument. Even the rabbis will agree it's kosher. The only question is, what's the minimum requirement? So how do you know they're arguing? It's not so. Everyone holds That's the minimum requirement. No one argues with that. So he said, arguing the marriage He holds that the argument is the the minimum amount, And Abuna holds on the contrary, they're arguing up until four albums. Okay, we still don't know the reasoning behind. We don't know the reasoning behind Rav Chanan, Barab. Your mother says, "Maisve, I'll ask you a question." We learned the Braise Suka Shigavay Lamaila Meser Mam Absul. A Suka that's taller when the Schach is taller. Than the, the higher than twenty amas, so it's invalid. Rabbi Huda Machshir Adar Boyim Vachemishem Amma. As even if it's high, forty or fifty amma, double than twenty, even fifty. 
says, There was once a story with Hilni, the queen. Belut. was higher than and the elders, the wise ones, the rabbis went in to pay her respect. She was the queen. So why didn't they say a word? So it's clear. Shabbat Huda says he's bringing a proof to his opinion. You see, the rabbis hold like me. That it didn't matter it was higher than 20 yam. It's still a kosher sukkah. Otherwise, they would have said something. So I'm relay the rabbis responded to Rabbi Huda. No, Misham Rayev. And there's a proof to our opinion. Because Isha the reason they didn't say, say anything is because she was a woman. She's exempt from sukkahs. It's a time bound mitzvah. So it didn't matter that she was sitting in a non kosher sukkah. So Rabbi Huda responded to the rabbis, his colleagues, what do you mean? She had seven sons. It wasn't only her sitting in the sukkah. She had seven boys. In addition, whatever she did, she followed the rabbis. She was very pious. So the Gemara explains. Lamelilu misnivoid. Right, the Gemara explains. Why did he have to say? What wasn't enough that he said she had seven sons? What she? What are they adding? Well, everything she did, she did according to the rabbi. This is what Rabbi Huda was, was saying to his colleagues. Maybe you're going to say they were, they were minors. Just like a woman is exempt from sukkah, minors also exempt from the sukkah. So he, that's why he said, It says you're obligated, you're obligated to educate your child. Rabbinically, yes, children under bar mitzvah, under bas mitzvah, exempt. But biblically, you're ab- rabbinically, you're obligated to educate. But from what age? From when a child is independent. If you have seven sons, it's impossible that the oldest wasn't seven years old. Six years old, seven years old, he didn't need his mother. So therefore, he is obligated to sit in the kosher sukkah. So why didn't the rabbi say anything? Since it's only rabbin, she didn't care about the rabbi, what the rabbi said. She was only careful about the biblical things. So therefore, the rabbi didn't say anything. Although she had an obligation to educate her son, her eldest son. But they kept quiet because she didn't care about these things. So that's why he says, Tashma Vahoy, Rabbi Huda says, added, No, she respected the rabbi. She wanted to do everything right, correct? She wanted to also not only do what the, what the written title says, she also wanted to, wanted to follow what the oral title says, what the rabbi said. So why didn't the rabbis tell her and comment and say, this is not a kosher sukkah? So that's the brises. Now what's the question? According to the opinion that says, that the argument in Rabbi Huda and the rabbis is only when the walls don't reach the schach. So it makes sense. Because Darka Shal Malka. Darka Shal Malka. Leisha Besukha. Shein Tufana Shal Magiyas Neschach. 
it's the way of a queen, a royal sukkah, a royal hut, the walls don't reach the schach. Why? You should have fresh air coming in. You have the shade and you have like air conditioning also, air coming in. So therefore, it makes sense that, that there's an argument. That's why the rabbis in the Behuda are arguing. The fact that the, the rabbis didn't say anything, they went in, didn't comment, there's a proof to the, their opinion, the Buddha says no. I mean, the rabbis say no, it's not a proof. But according to the opinion, both Rav Huna and Rav Chana Bar Abba, the whole argument is only in a small sukkah. The only question is how small. Is a queen going to sit in a four by four? <laughs> four cubits, like four cubits. She's a queen, royal. Everything is big. Right, the chavim kept coming in. She had her and the seven sons, and the chavim coming in. So, 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 if it is no argument, then so what's the proof? Of course, it could be, uh, it could be higher. It had rooms. It had rooms. So she was sitting in her compartment. So therefore, her compartment, each compartment was less, was four amas, not more than four amas. Is that the way? Is that the royal sukkah where you have tiny little rooms? Of course, the sukkah itself was large. That's where she held court. That's where the rabbis came to see her and everything. But then she had her own private room where she went for modesty. She should be alone. So therefore, even though so even though her so the big sukkah where they went, there was no problem. That room was big. But the the private chain, the private little room where she went herself, that was small. And the rabbis didn't say anything, and that's the back and forth between the Yehuda and the rabbis. And there her sons would be with her also. The rabbis understood how the sons were talking the big sukkah. So she fulfilled her obligation of education. She herself, her own privacy, she went to her own chamber, her own little room. It's an argument of psychology. Do the kids like to hang, to hang out with their mother? So they all pile up in a room, even though it was a small room, it was meant for her. Or no, the kids, kids hung out together in the big room, which was a kosher sukkah, even according to the rabbis. We'll stop over here. Everyone have a good Shabbos, good Chaydish.